This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 431, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, November the 30th. This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 431. This is our Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, November the 30th. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. Every week we take a look at some of the comics that came out the previous week and give a little bit of a roundup in, in the terms of what was good, bad, and ugly of those selected releases. This week we're looking at Great Lakes Avengers number 2, Inhumans vs. X-Men number 0, Miss Marvel number 13, New Avengers number 18, Old Man Logan number 14, and Totally Awesome Hulk number 12. There's a lot of t- comics that came out last week that we will not be talking about actually not a lot because it was a, I guess it was a, a fifth week so there actually wasn't as much material some of the other highlighted releases that came out that I did not get a chance to review for the show include Batman Annual number one Justice League of America number 10 new talent showcase number one Suicide Squad number seven Superman Annual number one Saga number 40 Black Widow number eight Extraordinary X-Men 16 Ghost Rider number one Guardians of the Galaxy 14 Star Wars Annual number two Thunderbolts number seven and Uncanny and Humans number 16 now without further ado Let's look at uh, the comics that I did get a chance to read, starting with Great Lakes Avengers number two. Uh, I'm really enjoying this book. It's it's wacky, it's silly, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. It's got an interesting kind of thorough line to it. Uh, it's written by Zach Corman, artwork by Will Robson. Uh, sorry, Will Robson. Um, a lot of pot shots at hipsters in Detroit, but otherwise, um, I enjoyed how the Great Lakes Avengers were written. Um, Mr. Mortal, his whole aspect was actually really interesting. Uh, we got a new member of the Great Lakes Avengers as well. Um, it's actually it's just really entertaining and interesting. It really kind of grabs you. Um, it's it's kind of the lighter, funnier fare that we've been getting a lot of from Marvel lately. But it works, um, and it's because it's a team that it always made sense to make fun of them this way. Now that being said, sometimes in the past there's been a lot of su- success by having kind of a, a darker edge to the comedy, and here it felt like a lighter edge. But I think it does work, and uh, I think both um, a darker and lighter edge really work for the GLA in ways that other teams or characters may not always work going both, um, you know, kind of bright and dark at the same time. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Very solid issue. I'm enjoying uh, the take on the characters um, and the team kind of having these kind of weird misadventures in Detroit. I hope this book continues because I'm really digging it. Next up is IVX number 0, otherwise known as Inhumans versus X-Men number 0, which I really didn't enjoy. Uh, I just found it was felt a little pointless and just... Uh, a lot of needless setup that was not very even well done for setup. Like, I, I just don't know what the point of this whole thing is. Uh, it's written by Charles Sewell, artwork by Kenneth Rockefort. Um, you know, we, we start off with the basically it's a it's a parallel sense of stories where you have the Beast and Iso trying to cure the Mpox, where at the same time Ember Frost is trying to decide what to do now that Cyclops is dead and. It just, I don't know necessarily think I buy that Emma Frost takes this long to come up with a response as she slowly makes the rounds, hitting on all the different X teams, while at the same time Beast is frustrated because he's not able to figure out how to fix everything. Um, I've just found this frosting, sorry, frost, frosting. That's obviously a, an interesting uh, comment to make because it's all about Emma Frost. I was frustrated with this book. I didn't find it that entertaining. I wasn't even that big a fan of Rockefeller's art here. And he has a very interesting art style. I just didn't quite think it jived with this story. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. And even then, I think it'd be a little charitable. I wasn't a huge fan of Death of X, obviously, but this... This tried to kind of plug in the gaps, but just made me more frustrated. Uh, next up is Miss Marvel number 13. This is written by G. Willow Wilson. I work by Mirka Andolfo. Um, 
I really enjoyed parts of it. That being said, it's a weird book to have because, you know, it comes out after the election that Donald Trump won. Yet it's very clear that this is supposed to be more of an empowerment thing about about voting, about, uh, you know, ceilings being shattered, about, you know, all these things that matter. And uh, it's just weird to read a book where the federal election in the U.S. did not go the way people expected. Um, that being said, this isn't like an interesting kind of issue all about voting, how important it is, being a local hero, uh, Miss Marvel kind of stepping up for citizens' rights. It's interesting. Um, it just kind of made me a little bit more wistful at the end or a little sad because it's meant to be this hopeful thing and it almost felt sadder because of the, the reality of life. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10, though. It was entertaining. It definitely was on a soapbox, but I was okay with it. Uh, those who don't appreciate the certain soapbox would be annoyed. Uh, this, I believe, is the last issue of New Avengers. In New Avengers 18, um, it's written by Al Ewing and I wrote by Carlo Barberi. I love what Al Ewing did with this book. I'm interested to see what we're going to get from U.S. Avengers number one. Um, it's just kind of wrapping up the threads of this series in a pretty nice, coherent fashion, kind of explaining where these characters are going to go next. And if they're not in the U.S. Avengers, kind of explaining where they're off do- going or doing, um, which I kind of liked. And it, it was a nice... Uh, not even necessarily Dana Ma because it kind of felt like just a mop-up issue, a uh, bit of a coda. But I liked it. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. A lot of the books, besides IVX so far, were actually fairly entertaining. Uh, next is Old Man Logan 14. Now, this was an odd book. Um, it's written by Jeff Lemire, I wrote by Philippe Andrade. It's called Monster War Part 1. This is a hard, hard read. And it's not because of the story. And The story was fine. It just felt a lot more talky than we've had in the last you know, 13 issues of Old Man Logan, but it made me realize just how important Andrea Sorrentino is to this book and to this style, to the sensibility. And this issue was fine, but it was just that. Um, This book has been one that I've been really lauding and saying it's so fantastic, but it made me realize how much of that is um, Sorrentino and how Lemire is writing for Sorrentino as opposed to it just being, um, you know... I just found Lemire on his own. Maybe it's because he was writing for a different artist as well, and that could definitely be part of it. It just it felt tonally different, and I wasn't as big a fan as a result. Uh, so I'm going to give it a six. And last but definitely not least, we have the totally awesome Hulk number twelve by Greg Pak and Mahmoud Azrar. Um, I really dug this. I thought it was extremely strong. Um, you know, a, a great story about Amadeus and his sister and the, the problems between them. Um, the ending was, I thought, really strong as well. The fact that Clint shows remorse, which we didn't really get to see a lot in elsewhere, and him and Amadeus kind of having this this quiet moment, I thought was really strong, really interesting, and I really dug it. Um, I'm not really sure where they're going to go next, but this was a nice kind of ending to the macro story uh, that we've had going on. And again, I still say those issues uh, by Alan Davis and Greg Pak on uh, uh, Bruce Banner before he was murdered were absolutely gorgeous and brilliant, and it makes me so sad that they killed him off, predominantly because of that, because it just felt like it felt more needless because of how those were some of the most perfect issues and showing that uh, Bruce Banner, who's finally, finally free, and then shot in the head. Um, so this was great. This was another 8 out of 10. Uh, if we look forward to comics that are coming out next week, and by next week, of course, I mean yesterday, because I'm recording this on the 8th of December. On the 7th of, this, of December, some of the highlights that came out uh, included Aquaman, Batman, Cyborg, uh, Flintstones, 
Uh, the Flash by Mark Wade, trade paperback book one. That's very exciting that they're finally getting back to the well and reprinting this because Mark Wade's run on The Flash is extremely influential. Um, I was surprised it took them this long to do a comprehensive uh, reprinting of his of his work because it's long overdue. Uh, Justice League number 10, um, Nightwing number 10, uh, this launch of the Raven series, uh, third issue of Shade the Changing Girl, new issues of Superman and Unfollow. Uh, over at uh, IDW, we have uh, Duck Avenger number two, Mickey Mouse number 15, uh, Walt Disney, Donald Duck Sunday newspaper comics, hardcover volume two, uh, and a bunch of other issues as well. Uh, we also have from Image Eclipse number four, Nailbiter number 27, Revival number 45, Savage Dragon 218, uh, Walking Dead 161. And then over at Marvel, we have Only Wolverine, Avengers number two, uh, new issue of Champions, new issue of Clone Conspiracy, Deadpool. Um, we've got the Guardians of the Galaxy by Bendis Omnibus Volume One, uh, the launch of the new Nova series. Uh, Occupy Avengers has a second printing going out. Uh, new issues of Scarlet Witch and the launch of Slapstick. New issue of Star- Spider-Man 2099. For Star Wars, there's a ton of material. There's Star Wars Doctor Aphra Number One, Star Wars Episode Four Trade Paperback New Hope, Star Wars Force Awakens Adaptation Hardcover, Star Wars Canon Omnibus, and the Star Wars Poe Dameron Trade Paperback Volume One Black Squadron, as well as the X-Men Epic Collection only are the hunted thanks again for listening to this episode you can email me at comic shenanigans at gmail.com like the show on facebook read and review us on itunes subscribe to us on itunes and also listen to us on stitcher our next episode episode 432 will be coming to you tomorrow and that'll be our conversation with joe illage who's uh, an editor uh, in the comic book industry we talk about his career how he came up uh, through the ranks we used to work at dc comics editing no man's land and also his current and upcoming projects there's a lot of good stuff coming in that episode thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.